this is our Agnes. Oh, it's a million birthday this month, but I couldn't remember my date. So in case you just ask and say you're available, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy voicemail of my 98-year-old aunt Agnes singing happy birthday to me, I posted it on Facebook. Hearing her voice brought tears to my eyes. She is the last of the aunts. My uncles died young, but my aunts lived long lives. This got me to reminisce and to look back on my family history, experienced by a young three-year-old Stevie to a now 70-year-old Eric. The history goes like this. As I can remember, and was told to me by my grandmother, Florence, my mom's mother, out of the 16 children that my grandmother's mother, Bunny, had birth, only 10 survived. Bunny had nine daughters and one son. The ones that didn't survive were two sets of twin girls and two boys. My Aunt Alice and my Aunt Dorothy, the two youngest of the sisters, were sick and on some kind of medication given to them by the doctor. My Aunt Alice took her medicine faithfully, but my Aunt Dorothy did not. My Aunt Alice died from the illness and my Aunt Dorothy survived. I do not know what the illness was or what medication they took since all this took place in the South in the days of depression and they were poor, it could have been of pneumonia or tuberculosis. My grandmother told me that her mother, Bunny, died in her 40s, the doctor blaming on her having too many children. My Aunt Lucille and her husband, Benny, had a set of twins that didn't survive. I think my Aunt Bertha also had twins with her husband and those children perished. My Aunt Emma had one child that also didn't survive. And with all this grief, no heat, no food, no work, and depression, it wasn't a surprise that they had to get out of the South and move North to the big cities to change their fortunes. The closest big city was Baltimore. I was told that my Aunt Clara, of the oldest, took my Aunt Agnes, one of the youngest, there along with my Uncle Kenneth to look for work. Then the next big city was Philadelphia. I, all I know is that my Aunt Selena settled there. Then came Brooklyn, New York. My Aunt Lucille, another one of the oldest, took my Aunt Dorothy, another one of the youngest, to Brooklyn. I think my Aunt Bertha and my Aunt Emma followed suit. 
My grandmother, who was also one of the oldest sisters, stayed behind to take care of their father. Still living in the South, my grandmother had my mom. She went to school there for a little while until her grandfather, my great-grandfather, Hayes, expired. Then they moved to Baltimore to be with my Aunt Clara, my Aunt Agnes, and Uncle Kenneth. My mom told me that the only thing she remembered of her grandfather was his legs. She claimed he was tall. My grandmother told me that my great-grandfather had bad feet. He was born during slavery, and Massa was whip him on his ankles and feet to keep him from running away. My mom went to school in Baltimore for a while, and then my mom and grandmother moved to Dean Street in Ocean Hill, Brownsville, Brooklyn, New York, and resided in the same apartment with my Aunt Bertha, my Aunt Emma, my Aunt Lucille, my Aunt Dorothy. As time went on, my aunts moved out into their own apartment. I grew up until I was in my fifth grade on Dean Street. I have fond memories of all my aunts and uncle. Of course, I wasn't born yet when my Aunt Alice was alive, and I do have some memory of my Aunt Clara. I have this picture in my head of her crying. I know when I was very young, we used to take trips to Baltimore. We also took trips to Philadelphia to visit my Aunt Selena. She always had something sweet for me every visit. It was either pie or cake or both. My next memory is the scene of my Aunt Agnes holding my cousin Sweetie Pie in her lap. He was very young. I don't remember the logistics except for my Aunt Agnes was having marital problems with her husband, Uncle Spot. And my grandmother packed them all up, my aunt and her three boys, and brought them to live with her in East New York, Brooklyn. My Aunt Agnes and my cousin Butchie, Sweetie Pie, and Gregory only lived with us in Brooklyn for about a year. My Uncle Spot straightened up his life, bought a house in Baltimore, and came up and took his family back home. When I was 16 and my mom and stepdad broke up, I wound up living with my Aunt Alma for a while. She lived on Flushing Avenue in Bushwick, New York. I should say Bushwick, Brooklyn, New York. My Aunt Alma was a lot of fun. She made a lot of adult jokes that went over my head. As I got older, I realized that those adult jokes were quite raunchy. My Aunt Lucille lived in the same apartment building as my grandmother on Bainbridge Street in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn. My grandmother moved there after her and her husband Archie lost the house in East New York. My aunt and grandmother worked in the restaurant that was under the apartment building. It was a soul food restaurant and they were the cooks. My mom lived with my Aunt Bertha in her senior citizen apartment on Sutter Avenue in Brownville, Brooklyn, when she got older. When my Aunt Alma was living in her senior citizen apartment on 354 3rd Walk and the Breedwood Projects on Dean Street, Ocean Hill, Brownville, Brooklyn, she moved there after living on Flushing Avenue because it was a cheap rent. I took over her apartment while she was in Virginia 
taking care of my grandmother, now as my dad's mother, coming to some decision on moving out of Brooklyn for good and return home to Virginia. My Aunt Bertha would come over once a week to make sure that I was cleaning the apartment and not destroying it since there was a chance that my Aunt Alma may return. Either way, my stay at that senior citizen apartment was temporary, and I did move out to the Bronx when my aunt decided to stay in Virginia. My Aunt Bertha would say to me, Stevie, if you dust every day, you would have less dirt at the end of the week. And my response? Aunt Bertha, when I come home from the bars at three in the morning, I'm in no mood to dust anything. In fact, I wasn't in a mood to clean anything at the end of the week. Last but not least was my Aunt Dorothy. She babysat me when I was about four years old. At that time, she was living in the Marcy Avenue projects on Marcy Avenue, Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, with her husband, my Uncle Bernard, and my cousins, Junior, Lester, Cynthia, and Joyce. I used to cry a lot, according to my aunt, but I cried because my older cousins were off to day camp and I had to stay with her and baby Joyce until my mom came to pick me up from work. I was lonely, I guess. As for my uncle Kenneth, the one and only boy, I only saw him when my grandmother would take her yearly visits to Baltimore. I do remember going to his funeral when I was in my late teens. My mom would tell me the story how her grandfather would call her over to him, come here, boy. She would laugh and say that he wanted sons and got daughters. Since my mother was the oldest niece, she got to babysit all, all of her first cousins. Since I was the one and only great nephew at the time, I got to experience love and affection from all my mother's aunts and uncle. So, hearing my Aunt Agnes' voice singing happy birthday to me at her age of 98 brought tears to my eyes. My name is Eric, and thank you for listening to the craziness that lives inside my head.